This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday 14th of October. In your Squiz today, some solace after the Sandy Hook school massacre, Ukraine's fight in the skies, Qantas's profits take off, and getting merry with berries. This is your Squiz today. Claire, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been ordered by an American court to pay a whopping 965 million US dollars. That's about 1.5 billion Australian. And that's in damages for eight families of victims killed in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. They took him to court for airing false claims that the massacre was staged by the US government to push for gun reform. Yeah, it's a really grotty chapter and a very sad story. Uh, The Sandy Hook tragedy saw a 20-year-old man shoot and kill 26 people. That included 20 children at the school. They were aged between six and seven years old. Uh, And Jones, who is the owner of a far-right conspiracy theory website called Infowars, repeatedly broadcast his theory that it was a hoax. uh, And he called on his supporters to target the families to get them to come clean about what he thought was a conspiracy. Uh, Some of those families took Jones to court for defamation in Texas, which is where his business is based, uh, and also in Connecticut, which is, of course, where Sandy Hook is. And yesterday's decision was from that Connecticut case. It's such a huge amount of money, Claire, but it's probably more symbolic than anything, as it seems unlikely that Jones could even pay that amount if he even wanted to. And while he admitted in August that the shooting was 100% real, he has refused to apologise to the families. No, he hasn't done that. Uh, an estimate of his personal wealth has put it at US $135 to $270 million. Uh, being a popular conspiracy theorist in the US sure can pay. Uh, and there's quite a bit of commentary that he's seeking to have his Infowars business declared bankrupt so that he can dodge paying the families uh, following these legal actions. Uh, there's a long way to go in the courts before all of that is settled. And for his part, Jones is seeking donations from supporters uh, to what he says is fighting this fraud. That sentiment and Jones's ongoing allegations of a hoax are what led to a lawyer for the victims' families called Chris Matei to tell the jury every single one of these families was drowning in grief and Alex Jones put his foot right on top of them. Staying overseas, Claire, and Ukraine is continuing to garner moral and military international support amid ongoing missile attacks by Russia, many of which are targeting civilian infrastructure. Yeah, so NATO, which is that big military alliance of Western powers, uh, says that it will deliver hundreds of millions of dollars uh, worth of advanced air defence weapons to Kyiv to bolster Ukraine's defences. That followed a meeting of 50 of Ukraine's allies at NATO's headquarters in Brussels. Uh, And at another big meeting, the United Nations General Assembly has voted to condemn Russia's attempted annexation or illegal 
claiming of four Ukrainian regions. Uh, That's marked the biggest vote against Russia at the United Nations since the invasion began. Following the UN vote, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky tweeted his gratitude, saying Russia's attempted annexations are worthless and will never be recognised by free nations. Back home, Claire, and there is no end in sight for the unpleasant weather. Victoria, Tasmania and New South Wales are currently copping the brunt of wet and wild conditions, with flood warnings in place across all three states. Yeah, it's pretty unpleasant, but it's also very dangerous. Uh, In northern Tasmania, emergency crews are helping people evacuate due to concerns that the Mersey River, uh, it could really flood at a high peak and endanger many communities there. Uh, All of that water is also affecting the port of Devonport uh, and there's several Spirit of Tasmania ferry services that have been cancelled. In Victoria, Premier Daniel Andrews has warned of one of the most significant flood events the state has seen. There's been an enormous amount of rain in some areas and tens of thousands of people have been left without power in Victoria. Uh, And in New South Wales, floods in the central west around Forbes are a big thing. Uh, The Lachlan River is expected to peak at more than 10 metres today. The Weather Bureau says flooding will continue for several days, so be sure to take extra care if you're in or travelling through one of those three states. Claire, judging by our social media feeds, so many people have been on a holiday recently. And so perhaps it's no surprise that Australia's biggest airline, Qantas, saw its share price up 8.7% following news that its business performance is really picking up post-COVID. Yeah, and that's despite customer complaints over delays and flight cancellations and missing bags. Uh, Boss Alan Joyce yesterday said that revenue from business customers is back over 100% of pre-COVID levels and also holiday travel revenue uh, is more than 130% of pre-COVID levels. So despite capacity remaining well below those pre-COVID levels, uh, what it means is that travellers have put aside their grumbles and they're paying a lot more to fly than they did pre-COVID. Yes, and that's also despite more industrial action being on the cards. But for the six months ending 31st of December, the airline's profit is expected to land between $1.2 and $1.3 billion. And that is more than double what the analysts had forecast. So good times for Qantas shareholders. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Claire, there's a big weekend of sport ahead starting in England tomorrow local time and that's with the Men's Rugby League World Cup where the Kangaroos will be defending their record-breaking 11 titles. 
Yep, the Kangaroos will kick off against Fiji on Sunday morning, so that's one to get up early for if you're a league fan. Tomorrow there's also two huge horse racing events. There's the Everest in Sydney uh, where Chris Waller trained Nature Strip is the favourite and Melbourne's Caulfield Cup sees Smoking Romans tip to win uh, and it's game two of the Constellation Cup on Sunday. That's the netball competition between Australia and New Zealand. Uh, The Aussie Diamonds will be looking to pick it up after a pretty disappointing loss to the Silver Ferns uh, in Wednesday's opener. Yeah, there is so much happening. We really are spoilt for choice this weekend, which is perfect if the bad weather is keeping you inside. Friday lights, Claire, and I know just how popular your recipes are with our listeners. So I've got to ask, (laughs) what is cooking? It's berry pudding this weekend. Uh, This recipe was getting a bit of promotion on the Good Food site, which is the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age food venture. Uh, So it's one that was pretty easy. I jumped on it pretty quickly. Berries don't cost a trillion dollars anymore. Uh, It was a really good one. I even cooked it on a weeknight. I had a bit of a hankering for it. Uh, I'll be doing it again on the weekend. It was so good. I have hankerings for desserts every weekday, every weekend day, <laughs> just all of the time. And absolutely. <laughs> it's an always on feature. Absolutely. And especially a hot pudding in this weather with cream and berries sounds A-OK to me. Mm, yum. <laughs> and if you'd like to try it, I'll pop a link to the recipe in your episode notes. Squeeze the day, Claire. What's catching your eye today? Look, it'll be in the news a lot today. Brittany Higgins is returning to testify in the rape trial of former Liberal staffer Bruce Lerman. Yeah, that is going to be a big one. I'm going to cast ahead to Sunday because it's World Bread Day. And if there's something I love almost as much as potatoes, it's really good bread. Do you like it as much as dessert, though? That's the question. Well, sometimes they can be two in one, like bread and butter pudding, you know. Why limit yourself? No, don't be limited. Go for it. (laughs) That's it from us for this week. Have a fantastic weekend wherever you are. And Claire and I will chat to you again on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.